Hello again, and welcome back to Kids Bible Stories. In this week's iTunes review, I want to give a very special thank you to ELove100, The Funny Cat, Rebecca NICD, GA837, and J. Thank you so much for taking the time to write your review. I would also like to give a very big thank you to Karina, Melissa, Lauren. Thank you, thank you so much. Thank you to Diamond, Van, and Sarah. You are making a difference. You are helping me spread the gospel to children all over the world. You allow me to sustain this, to keep this ad-free, and keep all episodes completely free. Last month alone, we had over 125,000 downloads from all over the world. I could not do this without you. If you have enjoyed this podcast, would you please consider donating to this ministry? Click the link in the episode notes or go to kbspodcast.com. Thank you again. Today's story is called Daniel and the Lions Part 1. And this comes from Daniel chapter 6, verses 1 through 14. Before we start our story, you need to know a few things. At the time our story takes place, God's people were not doing so well. They had been captured. Mm-hmm. They were now slaves in a place called Babylon. This was very, very far from their home. Daniel was one of the people captured who loved God very much. Everyone say, Daniel. Good. Now, Daniel was also very smart. King Darius, the king of Babylon, saw just how smart and wise Daniel was. Hmm, maybe he could use wise, intelligent Daniel. Maybe he would be helpful to him. This is where our story picks up. Let's begin. King Darius thought it would be a good idea to choose 120 leaders. They would rule through all of his kingdom, and he chose three men to watch over and manage those 120 leaders. Daniel was one of those three men who would manage and watch over them. You see, King Darius decided to put him in this role to help him because Daniel is so smart. Well, the king set up these men so that he would not be cheated. Daniel showed that he could do the work better than the other helpers and leaders. Because of this, the king planned to put Daniel in charge of the whole kingdom. So the other helpers and the leaders tried to find reasons to get Daniel in trouble. But he went on doing the business of the king, and they could not find anything wrong with him. So, They could not accuse him of doing anything wrong. Daniel was trustworthy. He was not lazy and did not cheat the king. Finally, these men said, We'll never find any good reason to accuse Daniel. But we must find something to complain about. It'll have to be about the law of his God. (laughs) Yeah. 
So, the helpers and the leaders went as a group to the king. Hurry, come on, we must get to the king at once. They said, Oh, King Darius, live forever. Um, so the helpers, the leaders, the governors, and other people who advise you, and, and the captains of the soldiers have all agreed on something. Mm-hmm, yes. Um, we think the king should make this law that everyone would have to obey. Oh, yes. The law? Okay, yeah. Uh, so uh, no one should pray to any god or man except you, our king. Yeah. Um, and this should be done, I don't know, uh, the next, um, the next 30 days. Yes. And anyone who doesn't obey this law should be, ah, uh, oh gosh, I don't know, thrown to the lion's den. I picture him sneering an evil smile as he tells him this evil plan they've made. He says, Now, our king, make this law. Write it down so it cannot be changed and the laws cannot be canceled. <laughs> so, King Darius listened to them. He made the law and had it written. Time out, everyone. Can you imagine this? Imagine having to pray before eating your macaroni and cheese and your broccoli. You have to pray, Dear King Darius, thank you for our food today. Amen. What in the world? Well, that's what they are saying the law is. No one can pray to anyone but King Darius. We know we only pray to God because he is the one true God. But they didn't understand this. Well, when Daniel heard that the new law had been written, he went to his house, closed the door. He went upstairs to his room and prayed. Three times each day, Daniel got down on his knees and prayed. He prayed and thanked God, just as he had always done. You see, Daniel knew this law was wrong. He chose to obey God, so he kept praying only to God, not King Darius. Then, those men went as a group and found Daniel, probably climbing on each other's shoulders, swaying back and forth, as they tried to balance one another. They peeked into the window. Shh! Hold still down there, Marcus, or he'll hear us out here. They saw him praying and asking God for help. I picture them grinning from ear to ear as they ran to tell the king. Oh, goody, goody. Our plan is working. <laughs> So they went to the king. They talked to him about the law he had made. They said, <clears throat> Oh, king, um, didn't you write a law that says no one should pray to any god or man but you, our king? I think you did. 
And didn't it say that anyone who disobeys during the next 30 days will be thrown to the lions? The king answered, Well, yes, yes, I wrote that law, and the law cannot be cancelled. Then those men spoke to the king. They said with an evil laugh, Oh, well, we really hate to say this, O oh king, but Daniel, um, one of those captives from Judah, uh, he's not paying any attention to that law you wrote. Uh, Daniel instead still prays to his God three times a day. <laughs> it's unbelievable. The king became very upset when he heard this. He decided he had to save Daniel. He worked until sunset, trying to think of a way to save Daniel. Well, that is it for our story today. We are leaving you in suspense. There is so much to learn that we are breaking this story into two parts. So, make sure to listen for the next episode, part two, and see what happens to Daniel. Will King Darius save him? Or will he be thrown into the lion's den? We shall find out. But before we go, let's think about what we just learned. In today's story, the king doesn't want to hurt Daniel. He worked until sunset trying to think of a way to save him. He knows punishing him is wrong, but he feels pressure from others. What will they think of him if he doesn't make Daniel obey? Have you ever felt pressure to do something you know is wrong? Like cut in line for the ride because your friends keep saying to do it, even though you know that's not nice. Or maybe they want you to leave somebody out. You have this feeling in your heart that you don't want to do that, that it's just not right. But the pressure to make your friends like you takes over? Have you ever had something like that happen to you? Thanks for sharing. I think everyone has felt this way before. I'm sure Daniel felt some pressure from the leaders and people around him. Pressure to do something that was wrong, something that disobeyed God. We don't know how King Darius responds until our next episode, but we do hear what Daniel did. Daniel cared more about obeying God than what others thought of him. So, if you feel pressured to disobey God and do something wrong, you can stop and remember our story and talk to your parents about it. You can remember that it doesn't always matter what others think, but it does matter what God thinks. Thanks for listening today, and as always, bye for now.